me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I guess I should start today with a uh, retraction or an explanation what? of uh, some controversy we had what did we the say? day before. What did we do? It was my fault. Sometimes I just I say dumb stuff to try to get uh, Matt to say something or just uh, making fun of things. But yesterday, I think we were talking about Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, where does the money go? What do they do? And he was like, oh, camping and this, this, and that. And I was very critical of the uh, the raising of money for Girl Scouts, and that comes, I guess, from my experience as a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout. Ah, not the same. Because no, no, uh, one is far superior, and they have delicious sweets. They have great cookies <laughs> and uh, cooler. The other sausage. one just builds a, a park bridge or your community. Yeah, eh, set fires <laughs> too. Uh, but from my experience being a Scout and my dad being one of the uh, volunteer Cub Scout leaders when I was uh, younger, and you know it was fun. We did cool stuff. Learn how to make fire. She'll do a snipe, cool. snipe hunt. Uh, we do no. We I mean, capture the flag <laughs> always ruled. Um, I just watched that episode of King of the Hill the other day, one of the first season ones. Yeah, anyway, go on. Sorry, so great. It's a good show. A great show. <laughs> but the thing about it was, we were always raising money. We were, you know, selling. I guess crappy candy bars. Ah, those there chocolates. Were, yes. There were all these little different things that we would sell in the Boy Scouts. We're always magazines. Always, 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 always raising money, raising money, raising money. But the thing was, is Anytime we wanted to do something, it cost money. Yeah. We had to pay to go camping. We had to pay to do the ropes course. My dad, as Cub Scout leader, had to buy them when we did the dumb lemon juice fire message. Like He always had to buy the supplies and things. So hmm. where the hell does the money go? Yeah, if is, we're, Bo- is Boy Scouts an MLM? Is that like a... Maybe. If <laughs> I thought when you're a member, that's it. You're just, just it's, you get all the... No, you have to pay for everything. The scout leaders wow. have to pay for everything. So why are we raising money for this organization hmm. if if it's not going to to have the scouts go camping? We have to pay for our uniform. We have to pay for everything. Has any of that changed since you've served, quote unquote? If you want to call it <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> since you participated? Do you know? I guess probably not. I will not. say in ROTC, tax dollars covered my... My fake child military <laughs> uniforms and things like that. So I, I don't know. Uh, but I, oh, apologies man. if I offended some Girl Scout moms out there. We'll Aww. still gladly take boxes and boxes of your cookies as long as they're not the trash man. ass ass trash uh, shortbread or lemon ones. And I will stand by that controversy. Okay. 100%. Okay. Um, great. I was going to say, instead of raising money, maybe the uh, Boy Scouts should have been raising each other up like Girl Scouts do. Damn. Get it, girls. Yes, clean. Just want to get that in there. Take a poo. Today's National Winnie the Pooh Day. Going oh, wow. all the way back to 1882, January 18th oh, commemorates. Man. I'm ready to celebrate. A.A. Milne's, uh, it's his birthday back in 1882, and that's uh, around the time he brought the adorable honey-loving bear to life in his stories, which also featured his son, Christopher Robinson. One oh. of my favorite old-school cartoons to, to watch, of course, and books to read. Remember that uh, but, original movie that on Disney with a bunch of short stories in it? That was great. The Hundred Acre Wood, The Flood. All oh, of it. Oh, man. Mm, perhaps some honey piglets? 
Oh, I can't do the voice, but that's not bad. I wish I could do Piglet, Some but he's very honey, Piglet. Piglet's like his neurotic, like hot mess of a friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh I'm scared. And there was uh, Rue. There were so many great characters. And, Rabbit. Uh, yeah. As part of this, I wanted to uh, bring in something. Jim Cummings, who is famously the voice of Winnie the Pooh and the other characters, but this is a video that always floats around this time of year when we're discussing Winnie the Pooh. Some some honey. I lost. I can't do it. Anyhow, uh, this is Jim Cummings at, uh, I guess, uh, Comic-Con, I think, in San Diego, doing a uh, Winnie the Pooh reading Darth Vader's lines. The several transmissions were winged to the ship by rebel spies. <laughs> now I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. So good. Uh, is there like, a whole bunch of voice actors at that table? I feel uh, like I'm gonna watch that one. Yeah, there's a group of voice actors, and of like course, we got the dude who does Bender. He yeah. does like a he does like a, a what was it? Great. Tracy a Tracy Morgan one where he's his Tracy Morgan impression, and then uh, damn, one of the dudes does uh, Chris Walken R two D two I think, which That's is just awesome. dumb. Anyway, now I want to I want to go and edit this video over the actual movie, or just put mm-hmm. in the voice over the movie because then it, it oh, makes man. it so much more perfect and randomly wow. off topic. Uh, the guy that actually played Darth Vader was uh, very upset. Uh, apparently, he was kind of a jerk, but he was he was very upset that his voice was not used. Oh, the actual and that physical. It was, yeah, that it was all uh, dubbed over by James Earl Jones. Oh, come which on, listen. Come on, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same without it. But now that there's a Winnie the Pooh Jim Cummings one <laughs> like that, that that needs to be done. Can that is far what, superior. Imagine what OG uh, Vader sounded like. Like, what if it was bad? Like, it was oh, a British actor. I mean, oh. just very. <laughs> That's his breathing. Oh, sounds like. <laughs> Sounds like Anakin because he's just whiny and bitchy. Oh, sand. Yeah. Uh, another random. Did you know on today's the greatest uh, fact? The uh, the actor that uh, played Anakin actually hated sand. What was his name? Um, uh, Christian Hayden. Christian Hayden. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did right? detested the sand. Oh, and, I mean, come on. Uh, had a very difficult time shooting uh, some mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. But still, Sand this is sucks. about Winnie the Pooh. You're right. And some honey. But do you know what honey always attracts? Bees! Bees, Mr. Why would you open this in the studio? My God, it's bees! Could you survive on no fast food for 30 days? Because I want to try. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. Another internet challenge, and that's uh, what we do here on the radio is talk about the e-net during social cues, and I would die, Emily. I could not go 30 days without fast food because what what would I eat? Like groceries. Yeah. (laughs) No. But not those groceries. The groceries that you get. Uber Eats. That's not fast. Usually, just that's don't. not fast. It kind of counts. I think it's I think just it like you're supposed to stay inside and you're I supposed it, to cook for all yeah. three meals for 30 days. Yeah. And I'm trying to get a car. And so I have been attempting to save some money. And I think I could save a lot fast of money by doing that. saving money. No, it's not. Way more. Oh, my God. Fast food is so expensive. Joe, Joe Biden made eggs expensive. Uh, yes, but one, I could literally eat a carton of eggs for mm. an entire yeah. day and it would I be blame, cheaper. I blame Big Chicken. I don't think it was Biden. Thank you. Yeah, the Big yeah. Chicken core just raking up the prices <laughs> after uh, the inflation. Well, what about uh, string cheese went up? It, it 
went up 200% yeah. in okay. three years. Target, okay, target so, string cheese. So that's fast food, basically. But it's no, just a little thing no. you open up and stick in your mouth. It's okay. dairy. It's essential. It's on the food Everything chart. Everything is going up, including fast food. Yeah. I mean, I, I got, I'm a frequent Wendy's connoisseur, and I always get the spicy chicken McNuggets, and I aren't Chicken McNuggets. They're not McNuggets. Oh, Wendy's man. Nuggets. How chicken dare Nuggets. You. Damn. I yeah. know. Wow. Ouch. And then uh, I get a baked potato. And those two things alone, mm. at least ten dollars. Whoa! Those are on the ninety-nine cent menu. No, they're not. That doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Most of these places don't do ninety-nine cents. Only Taco cent. Bell, I think, has the last value quote, value menu. Yes. it's not dollars Damn. anymore. But I guess I haven't eaten fast have, food in so a minute. I mean, I think a lot of people my age are just kind of struggling with that. And there's a lot yeah. of people that are new year, new me. I want to, I want to uh, save, you know, some. I want to. Lose some weight, whatever, get a little healthier. This girl in particular, I find her TikToks to be really funny. Uh, Her her username is underscore Samantha Joe underscore. Yeah, way to put underscores in your name. That's really easy to announce and type out. It totally is. But here is her explaining the challenge. And the no fast food for 30 days challenge. And I really feel like making my life difficult. So I'm going to too. Here's why I'm the perfect person to try this challenge. I'm addicted to fast food and food delivery apps. I haven't gone without them in years. I'm pretty sure my blood consists of McChickens at this point. Number two, your girl has never been someone who has consistently cooked from home. And I'm not good at it. So welcome to day one of having no fast food for 30 days. So then she goes on, and she's already on day number nine, I believe. But they're funny. She edits them in a really funny way, and it has – I hate to to admit this because it's a TikTok, but it has made me kind of consider, huh – Okay, that doesn't seem too bad. Maybe I should try (laughs) doing that. Uh, I've been kind of doing that the past month or two. I don't remember. Really? I didn't didn't start off saying I'm not going to eat fast food ever again or I'm not going to eat out ever again. It was like just don't order a bunch of food during the week like I had been doing, at least in the evenings. And so I've been focusing on just grocery food. And honestly, it was kind of like it was weird the first like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Maybe the definitely the weirdest the first week because I'm like you're so used to you know maybe once or twice a week looking at your phone getting on Uber Eats or on a, a, a Taco Bell app or something. Yeah, that's, and that's our problem. Yeah. Just driving by someplace and picking stuff up when you don't feel like going to the store. We're after addicted work. to the apps. Yeah. Uh, uh, DoorDash, Favor, so, Domino's app, like all that. We get stuff delivered so much, and I mean, part of it is you know with my fiance's company, they used to have a chef. Yes, they had a freaking chef cook wow. meals three, Damn. four days a week. Okay. Uh, but now they they have a DoorDash credit, so we use that. But then mm-hmm. at night, when we're also being lazy, it's like let's just get our food, and that would, it's real easy to get into a cycle. Of so easy, and it's so much more kind of. expensive. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it's like it just takes a little extra planning to be like, all right, I'm going to the store. I'm grabbing these specific things that I can eat. Not exactly. all of it is even that good for me. No. Like I've got frozen food every once in a while just to stuff it in there because I'm feeling lazy. And honestly, I haven't even done a lot of cooking. It's been just sandwiches. Yeah, and that's kind of how sandwiches. she is too. She made a KFC bowl at home, and it was ten times better than yeah. when you would get it out. Going to be cheaper overall, cheaper and a little bit healthier. And she had extra leftovers. Yeah. And I just need a plan like that. I'm very busy. You so. totally should. It would be it would be kind of cool too to see you do maybe. Wait, on but a, you on both a... are going to do it with me, right? I'm Maybe. already doing it. I'm down. It's yeah. just hard. Well, especially because to... I just had Chick Fil A for the first time in a while last night, so I'm good to start again. We, you know we what I mean? We should make this like a bet. Okay. Like, whoever, you know, there's that episode of Seinfeld where they're trying to see who can. I can't say that on the radio. Look it up, and uh, they oh, do a yeah. bet to see who gives in first. One of their do earlier... you want to see who's going to give in first? 
If it's the Seinfeld bet, like, I've already lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he lost this morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, didn't, we didn't start the bet yet. Oh, but, uh, but you'll yeah. lose this afternoon. Point being, <laughs> yes. the, the tough thing for me would be uh, DoorDash favor and whatnot, because I'm usually the one that cooks at my house. Mm-hmm. And it just even when we, another lazy thing, when we get HelloFreshes and let those go by, I mean, we gave a whole box to our, our dog groomer, and now I feel like I'm rich because yeah. I have all these here's, things. Here's but my advice just, to, to both of you. It is making me broke. It sucks. Yeah. My advice to both of you, even though I'm technically going to be competing against you, Stop is... Stop eating. Get lazy <laughs> stuff, too, for yourselves. When you just come home, you don't feel like cooking. Yeah. Like sandwich stuff is what I've been doing Well, mostly. I do have... Um, now, the worry is, like, how big of a loaf of bread should I get? You'll start figuring that stuff out for yourselves. Yeah. Because you don't want to waste all and of the bread. I but. love some True. PB&J and chips. It's just... I'm not in the mood. My mood changes so radically mm-hmm. that every day I have to get different stuff, but... I do have a lot of frozen things like meats that I need to thaw and I could cook. I have stews I could make, yeah. bone broths. And yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but when we went to Float Fest, the three of us were supposed to stay in a hotel room. Yeah. And I remember then that. Uh, we ended up canceling our, our appearance and live broadcast, and y'all went back home. Yeah. But Spencer and I had gone to HEB and got like a bunch of frozen <laughs> microwavable stuff. Yeah. Now I have all these things. And like, you haven't eaten bring it? them to work. It's in the back. Of, well, no, no. I'm gonna work. Microwave be nasty, but home air fryer. <laughs> oh yeah, my okay. gosh! There we go. What a tangled web we weave. <laughs> Matt Bearden's here. The parent pickup. Your parent pickup. Get your oh. kids right. This yeah. is kind of this is for you. This is for everyone. Didn't mean Life to cut advice. you off. I think I just got so excited. Uh, this is well. I love the parent pickups that apply to literally everybody in the city. Those are my favorites. Right. If Spencer so that, and I can learn from it. Whoa. Certainly, everyone else can as well. Boy, as parents. can you? If you have kids, everybody out there, especially if you have teenagers, has this issue. But I guarantee you, because you guys are gamers, you both have this issue as well, and that is a cord. Cluster F. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my kids lose phone charging cords at a rate of six or seven per hour. Uh, if Jeez. I'm having to lean over the television media console to unplug and replug something, it's that whole thing where when you get older and you bend over to do anything, oh, now so all a- your guts push up against your lungs and your head you starts. You're ex- dizzy when you stand up. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I, 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 and now I'm mad at my kids because I'm like, well, this wouldn't happen if you did, if you just moved the cords. And I, I turn into crazy old grandpa back there. And then I stand up and then I get woozy and head rushy because my mm. guts have to go back down on my feet. Staple the cords in place. Uh, there uh, are lots of uh, hints, uh, basically. One of the things I will tell you that helps a whole lot, it's really hard to get your whole family on board. If there's any way you can, bless you. But you just have a cord box. And in that cord box have twist ties rubber bands, whatever you need yeah. so that each cord can get wound around itself and then and then kind of stuck by, on its own, right? It's not going to get tangled with everything else. And I've started doing that. I go around about once a week and I put stuff back in there and then I give uh, rewards to the kids if they remember to put their stuff also, in there. Also, uh, tie a cord properly. Over, under, over, under. Uh, I'm not going to get that advanced. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to have to yeah. replace it or get lost before that anyway. That's intermediate level. Yeah. The other thing is, is that there is, I in, there are three places in my house where there is a one of those strips that you can plug stuff into. Oh yeah. It 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 looks like a frat party back there with how many bodies are packed into one strip and I never know what goes to where or what have you. Right? So, uh, I found these on Amazon. Are you ready? 
240 pieces cable label tags. Just oh, yeah. search cable label tags well, for just, electronic. Just thinking of something like that, getting a little ta- tagging system or something going on. Ones I got were from a company called Label Choice. Are you ready? 240 tags, $7. Wow, uh, I just saw that. Okay. And they're, and they're color coded. So you don't even have to look at them to read them. You're like, the red one's for that thing. They're made out it's of good. kind of like a plastic coated paper. You can write on them for whatever label you want to put on there. Since they're so cheap, you can sometimes put two or three labels on a cord if you need to. And the great thing about it is when you're leaned over and your guts are pushing out of your head, you can see exactly what you're plugging and it's, Are they color coordinated? They're color coordinated. You nice. can figure out how you want to do there. I think there's like eight or nine colors that come in the package. The other great thing about them is it since they're kind of plastic coated, they're paper, but they're not like super easy to tear. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Almost it's almost like, like they're laminated, but not, you know, like it's yeah. just that glossier paper. Sometimes you get like a tag on bread or something that's made out of the same stuff. We're like, why won't this paper tear? It's sort of like <laughs> that. It. Once you get them on there, I'm so hungry. They're pretty good. Now, I'm not going to say it's impossible to get them off, but it, uh, but uh, they're great. They're great. It saves you a whole lot of hassle. Plus, you can do other things too. Like, I have two kids, they each have a phone. One kid will take their phone charger somewhere and lose it, then insist that the one phone charger is at the house is theirs as well, and it starts a fight between the the two siblings about whose charger do we have. But if the cable is labeled, now we know whose it is, and we stop a whole lot of bickering and fighting around the house. Can I add one more suggestion? Also really cheap on Amazon, uh, zip ties. If you get a bunch of zip ties, you can just uh, zip tie your kid to the couch and then zip tie the charger to their wrist so they never lose it. Yeah. Simple enough, right? Austin's number one video beer pong champion, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. They've already closed your favorite restaurant. No, seriously, one I'm disappointed about. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Already in the new year... 18 days in and we've lost uh, quite a few restaurants. The last one I was actually really excited about and I'm kind of disappointed because it's a cheaper alternative to a delicious place right by my house. Uh, But let's go through one that'll affect all of our comic friends that do Buzzkill at the Buzz Mill every Wednesday night. Plow Burger. No longer around, unfortunately, Spencer. They got rid of Plow Burger. Mm. And the reason Plow Burger, uh, their vegan spot right next to, uh, uh, I guess right next to Buzz Mill, uh, was was because they had vegan burgers, but they were really damn good. Yeah, like it, it was touted as the place in Austin yeah. uh, to, to go vegan if you're going to do something like that, but they are no longer there. Dude, Their sucks. physical restaurant space and East Riverside truck is uh, is gone. Uh, they are going to move into a ghost kitchen, though, so be ready oh. to get scared and spooky. Uh, Smoke and Beauty, a Vietnamese Texas barbecue restaurant closed after January. Unfortunately, uh, it wasn't doing as well as they thought, so they're going to turn it into a simpler business. Another vegan restaurant called Counterculture, no longer in business. What? Rosewood Gulf Coast Chop House, down and gone for good. Oh, no. Second bar and kitchen, an American restaurant uh, in the Archer Hotel, uh, done after New Year's Eve, though they are planning to turn the space into a mini bar and maybe uh, have a little something there. 
Fat City Snacks. That's the place I was excited about. Uh, peach tortilla slider pop-up. That's exactly what it is. Oh. A cheap, delicious version of a peach tortilla. and Sweet. Great, good date night restaurant, good place. Why are you saying sweet? It's closed. Oh, uh, I mean... Whoops. Uh, yeah, oh, fat, no. fat City. Sorry. Fat, the song you're playing underneath is distracting me. Because <laughs> it's sad. They're gone. Uh, yeah, Fat City Snacks is Peach Tortilla's slider pop-up turned straight up a restaurant. Last day of service was on New Year's Eve. They mm. said they had to close the space, which was shared with a Yard Bar. Because of inflation, staffing costs, and overall bad weather just uh, really, really kicked their buns for an outdoor space. It opened as a pop-up back in 2020, and hopefully we'll get something more out of it because Dude. I really wanted some straight-up peach tortilla slider pop-ups. Worst time to open a business, and they weren't the only ones either that opened. Pandemic uh, business, during yeah. Pandi- or right before the pandemic, possibly. Only good if you're opening a speakeasy or a crappy comedy yeah. club. Those two very different things, but it happened a lot here. Are people mean to you? Me too. Let's talk about it. It's Emily Explains It All, and we're going to find out how you deal with mean people, man, mm-hmm. just everywhere. Even more so with the advent of the internet and the anonymity behind an avatar. I... Yeah. People yeah. nowadays, I uh, if you know me, a lot of people are mad at me right now. No, oh, well, yeah. radio stuff. Radio stuff in yeah. general. There's, no, I, dude, I've been in your position. People have always been mad yeah. at me. From the day that I got this job, mm, yeah. people were mad. And it's not my fault, man. i got to make no, a buck, no. okay? <laughs> I've got to do something. Well, yeah. also, it's not like you engineered anything. You no. were just right place, right time. Right place, right time. You, this is uh, just an opportunity. People liked how you yeah. sounded on air. Mm-hmm. But it's it's multiple levels. And, and again, I've been in this position. Uh, you replaced someone who had been on air for a very long time, mm-hmm. who was beloved and well-known. Even to me. Um, beloved to me as well, you, which people uh, don't think about. You have other people outside of the building that feel like they should be in this place instead of you. Mm-hmm. You have people within the building that feel like they should be in this place instead of you. Wait, who? Let's, talk, then, let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'm just guessing. And then you have... Uh, you know, people like me who are mad that you're getting uh, all the good money endorsements. <laughs> okay. All those- yeah, show me those. I don't know where they're coming from. I'm just sad that I'm not a Twitch partner, and it only took you like two or three streams to get it there. It did. Yeah, that was. I was that's streaming for like thing. months. It's not fair. <laughs> Sorry, it's least, not fair that I'm the a new woman. Star. I didn't, use a, I didn't use a camera though, so maybe I just need to get my good looks in there too. Yeah, like, get am. your get your good. Yeah, looks. the entire <laughs> point of Twitch streaming is to, to see your be, face. Yes. Yeah, this isn't the radio, but anyway. Uh, yeah, you get you get some haters, and yes. I hope you know I've been very good about not. Because uh, we lost uh, a friend of ours, uh, mm-hmm. was let go from the radio station, another longtime personality in Jason. Um, we're just as shocked and unexpected. It's very weird. Another thing that I had absolutely no control in. about, yeah. If I um, did, it'd be different. And uh, we're... You know, I'm I'm doing good by not defending you and Nick too much online good. and getting in arguments. Thank you. I'm shutting because up because that's the thing that makes it worse. Is you don't need to feed into these people, and I have learned even from day yeah. one. Online bullying doesn't it doesn't do anything to me, dude. I grew up on the internet. I was born in 1998. Ooh. I remember going on Omega. You went to Catholic school. You I were bullied went, IRL. Yes, it's I was bullied worse. IRL, and I was bullied on the internet, and I was bullied through people like 
through phone books. People would call me on phone books nice. and say stuff to me whenever I was a kid to prank call me. Emily smells bad. <laughs> yeah, they, basically. Would they, would they star 67 you? Star 69. I thought star 67 so you can't see it and then star 69 to call back the number. Oh, Star I don't 67 know. blocks caller ID. Yeah. I, Anyways, so they, I'm, I'm used to it. Okay. Um, I've been on Omegle since I was a kid. If you don't know what Omegle is, don't Google it. I have very tough skin when it comes to the internet because I know that when you're on the internet, you feel like you can say anything to another person. Yeah. So, and there the thing, are, this, a lot of the times the things they're saying at you, they don't think no, about it. They don't care. They're just being or an a-hole. Or people or will just listen to half of what they say. And it's it stinks and it's mean. And no matter what position you're in, if you are a radio superstar like me, or just, I don't know, some kid that posts TikToks, there's always going to be oh, yeah. somebody that's mean to you. Um, yeah. Even on even on Facebook, I it's have usually relatives me. that will bully each other. And I'm like, yo, that's so stupid. Anyways. This is Emily Explains It All, and I'll explain how to not be bothered by that. Or as long not as, as there's much. Good, as long as there's good sport in it, if you yeah. make it entertaining and fun, no. then a, a little bit of online trolling is okay. But if you're not funny, this is you coming from a guy who, who used to harass someone in if our you, radio peeps group. If you're too, and he blocked CJ. You remember the guy who used to post just his picture? I would just it was post actually his not really harassment. Yeah, but uh, he would just post the dude's picture because he would post these like podcasts and, and it would not even explain or even engage with anyone. He was just trying to be. Well, again, there's a purpose behind everything I do, and we'll get to Emily explains no, it all. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, this guy was a consultant and an expert in radio and internet and all that, but all of his, every headline article, all of his websites, all yeah. of his links, his the image that showed up was his head. Yeah, It wasn't like, how to read a book on radio, what would the header image be? It would be someone holding a book and have a microphone. But no, it was his face. Right. Yeah. It was his head. It was like minimal effort. Every time. And it's like, oh, but you're the expert in radio telling us what to do? The other thing I'm known for is oh, saying boy. a very vulgar, vulgar, vile word. Three letters. And the reason I do that is because there are clickbait Facebook <laughs> sites called like Grandma's Tasty Cooking that only post thought starter dumb Facebook crap that dummies reply to. And these things are all owned in like the Philippines or British Columbia. And they're just aggregate sites to steal information sure. and so that's why I just type vul- vulgar stuff yeah, on it. Yeah. Point to what I do. But harassing okay. someone, being mean to them, Don't do stalking it. them, that stuff they, well, that's like when it gets stalking. a little bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I branted, we're going to come Sorry, back. Sorry man, did it's not okay. mean to trigger you, I was yeah, kidding. I know, it's alright. Uh, someone, Dave this in the Cave. This is a safe space. A, yeah. a dude who we used to work with and I love Dave in the Cave calls me internet cop and it pisses me off when I'm bitching about <laughs> something <laughs> on the internet mm-hmm. and he goes, Whoa, We'll be back with more Emily Explains It All, how to deal with e-bullies. It's Emily Explains It All, and man, she's getting a lot of it on the internet. She is being bullied. And I will tell you, sometimes... The anonymity can uh, can bug you a little bit. I mean, the, it naturally, naturally, it always does at least once. Okay, I was going to say, like someone, because you grew up most of your life on the internet. You grew yes. up with the internet around yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was 13 when I first got on, so I still had, you know, I developed most of my, you know, about a decade or so at least, and not on the internet. So your for a while, skin. was very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I'm, because I troll and I do dumb stuff and I like making a sport of it, I'm not, but... Where I do get, you get sensitive with real insecurities. If someone says I suck at radio, oh yeah, or I'm fat, I don't care. 
But when I'm like, Matt, come on, get more creative Matt than Bearden that. When <laughs> calls out that I misspelled sore loser as sore looser, as in flying, <laughs> which actually did on purpose, but uh, no. one Matt Bearden will constantly uh, correct me on my grammar, spelling, and punctuation, and that's because I'm typing so fast and I'm dyslexic and I have problems in my brain, sends me, I get ra- rage, yeah, anger. You, you didn't just misspell looser, you misspelled sore as well. I know. I misspelled sore. <laughs> I just want to point that out as well. I misspelled. Now I'm back, I'm not, hey, I'm just sitting back here listening to you guys. This is not my segment. I'm yeah. going to go back to being quiet. Not only did I misspell sore looser on purpose, mm-hmm. but when I typed it out real fast, I accidentally spelled sore correctly. Oh, and then so you had I to had go, to go back, back and, and edit. It. <sighs> okay. I, I don't condone bullying, but I condone bullying us, somebody Emily. like that. Me too. Teach us. So what, what I do instead, though, is this year I told myself, you know, you should take these things that people are saying to you and you should see the positives. And I always try to do that. I'm always like, you should see the positives. And it's hard to do that whenever people are like, oh, you beep, 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 And uh, those do are you, all swear words. Do you, do you get it a lot? Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, you could go on here. Go on 101x.com well, and see, you can <laughs> I, I see it complaints. on some of that stuff and it's very typical, but... Uh, yeah. Back in the day when we've had females on this show that are filling in or, you know, trying out to be on air, mm-hmm. the dude listeners are like, you know, you really need to blow. Like, they'll get a lot of DMs. Oh, they think they know what they're doing. Everybody seems to know your job better than you. Yeah. Um, but my favorite thing is recently we got a email uh, through our website from somebody. And it was a very detailed email. I read it to all of you off air. Oh, yeah. Okay. And this person was very specific about their wants and needs. But it was to the point where he wrote a super, super long message and none of it made sense none of it really did had anything to do with our our uh our um station besides just complaining about the content and it's like dude if you don't like the content don't don't listen don't listen figure it out what i did instead one thing you have to do with your finger instead of multiple keystrokes to type this up so so what i did instead is i took this message because i just thought it was so ridiculous it was such a ridiculous complaint that i took the message i printed it out and then i went in and i saw i saw somebody do this on tiktok except for what they did is they wrote all of their insecurities down and then they went back and they circled all of the positive words that were in the sentences where they were writing about the insecurities. But I did the same thing except for I took this really negative message. I circled all of the positive words in the message. So like good. And so like if if they they said something like you're you're not even good at radio, I would I would just circle you and good and then I crossed you out good. the rest of the thing. Good at radio. Yeah. yeah so, so now I have it up on my desk and it's just this picture of this hate comment and all that is highlighted are all of the positive words. And I know that's really cheesy. I know that's goofy. But then you read it out and I don't know, it made me feel better. And it made me oh. feel like you know, as long as I can, I know in my heart that what I am doing is an art that I want to share with other people and that I find to be entertaining, then I can take all those messages and use them yeah. for like a positive reinforcement to be better and yeah. to yeah. do better without yeah, taking yeah, yeah. their harsh criticism and bullying of my well, 
personality. I don't even know if it's you know? criticism at that point. It's just like it's just them trying to be mean. Exactly. And I know there's there's probably or some aspect feel, where they're alone and they want some sort of connection and they communication. They want attention but, or yeah. they want to feel like they're part of the yeah. buddy and team, but they're not. No. It's just it's uh it's annoying, but again, you can't take what people and say on I, the internet and seriously. I know that and not you shouldn't, everybody, and I know you don't. No, and, and not everybody it, is designed to like you, and I completely understand yeah. that. But there is a difference between not liking somebody and going out of your way to tell them that they are an awful person and that they should beep, 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 beep themselves. Yeah. People are very weird with their local TV and local radio personalities. Yeah. It is a bizarre, I think it's because it's a level of celebrity, quote unquote, that's more accessible and yeah. it's part of your routine and you feel like you have more control yeah. over that person mm-hmm. or what they do so i think that's why you get more bizarre angry yeah, and people at the end of the day we are all still the kinds of people that forget to bring our reusable bags to heb and yeah. then throw our arms up and go ah when you have to pay 50 cents to buy yeah. a new bag we're like, just like you <laughs> we put our pants on just like you just one leg like at you. a time only when i put my pants on i make gold records easy guys i put my pants on just like the rest of you one leg at a time Except once my pants are on, I make gold records. Yeah, caller. Hi, yes, hello. How can I help you? Hi, I just wanted to tell Emily that I'm very happy that she's on the radio. And when I am very happy for the Nick and Emily show. I miss Jason. I miss Deb. But I am very happy to have them both. Thank you. It could at least, yeah. at least they're live local people and it's not just crap ass, you know, just music or it's not like a show from some other city. So, yeah. you know, it sucks. Yeah. It is what it is, but I, I love them both. And just so you know, um, I'm actually, they're, they're, they have names that I've branded them with. It's Nick the Knife and Emily Edge. I love it. Okay, because it, it. it sounds cooler that way, right? Nick the Knife. It really does. And Emily Edge, 101X. I, I don't even I don't even listen to the radio for the radio for the music. I listen for y'all guys. Aw. Oh, thank you very much. Is this my little sister? I'll, I'll Venmo you. <laughs> no, this is Raven. Don't okay, well, Raven, you're either crazy or really cool or probably a mix of both. <laughs> I, I would wager crazy, but uh, I don't know. That's what the voice has said. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good Thanks. one. Thanks. We'll let Emily know. You too, guys. Her last name? Raven Rocks. Whoa. I'm going to get rich on my Legos. I become an eBay nerd. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that I'm a nerd. There are certain cultures on the internet that I don't understand and I'm afraid of because they're mean, they're very particular, Reddit's one of those groups, maybe even TikTokers, and now I've joined the ranks of people who sell stuff on eBay. Wow. Uh, You're kind of late to that. Yes, I am. I've bought and (laughs) sold stuff before. I've had an account for a long time, but it's only been, it's been rare that I've actually uh, used it a lot, but now... I'm beginning to list because I have an overwhelmingly large amount of Lego sets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some that are valued at very high prices. Uh, and I'm starting to, uh, I'm, I'm listing them. I'm eBaying stuff now. You just do what my dad did and built a little, built a little shed in your backyard and 
put all your eBay stuff and AKA Lego in there and just have your own Lego place. Really? Your dad did that? My dad was a huge eBay guy in the early 2000s, yeah, you know, late really 90s say. when it that was the was boom. So, give me, so, and so to the point where he had a eBay. bunch of stuff he was starting to buy and then he was intending to sell, but then eventually gave up because he got tired of it. But Uh-oh. he, he was such that. a good... Uh, I forget what to, what to call it, but he was he was he got an award from eBay for like Damn. his <laughs> for wow. being a reputable so, yeah seller because some of them you know, rip this. you off and stuff. It, and my exactly. dad was always legit. And maybe y'all can give me some uh, some tips if you've bought stuff on eBay because again, I'm selling collectors things, so they're very specific. I try to be detailed in the description. I took pictures. I'm I'm trying to answer all the messages. I'm assuming. When I buy something, I get really excited when they ship it right away. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of assuming that shipping right away is is key to yeah. make sure it's all properly done. Uh, eBay's now become another form of social media for me. When I'm uh, doom scrolling oh, between no. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, oh, no. eBay now comes up. It's not good to list. add more to your list, list of vices. Say, you know? One man's junk it's is not. another man's treasure on eBay. Yeah. Uh, no. And I realize eBay also... Charges you fees. Yes. Learn yeah. that. Um, yeah. But what other tips? What what can I do to be a good eBayer? Beyond that, that's all I know. Uh, other than if you're selling something. I mean, obviously, just be a good provider to the person that's purchasing your, your products. Oh, yeah. I, I say uh, scam in a good way. Be a nice scammer. Because eBay, I'm not trying to scam. I'm trying to make money. Exactly. Like it, everybody's a scammer if they're trying to use eBay. Nobody's trying to sell things on eBay for the exact same price that they bought them for. Well, it's an auction. Unless you want to get it works rid like of an stuff. auction where people bid. So it's a little. Well, it's not you can like someone... sell them straight up too. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah. So you know more than I do. See, I you, know. Yeah, you can sell them straight up. You can also take offers. Uh-huh. I, on my first thing I listed, I put a reserve, and I didn't realize they charge you sixty dollars to have a reserve price. Oh. So that was dumb. So I already lost sixty. Plus, I offered. I I know this is good on like Etsy. So I offered to pay for shipping. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have done that because a big part of the value of Legos are the boxes. Yeah, yeah. and you can't just ship that box. You got to wrap it, it in, in a, a bigger box. box. Well, and, and you also don't want someone from China buying it, and you got to pay for a whole bunch of. That's true. Overseas shipping. Oh, I didn't even look at overseas shipping. Right. Yeah. I oh, see. Man. I have sold one thing on eBay, and I was. <laughs> Sorry, this is going to make you guys upset. I just got a bit as we're talking. Anyhow, go on. Um, I was 12 when I sold something on eBay. Huh. Yeah. You, you weren't even 13. You weren't supposed to be on the internet. I'm uh, telling Missy. Too late. I, I think I was like 12, 12 to 14, okay. and I had the first generation iPad, the one, and it didn't have a camera on it. I think it only had a back camera, maybe. And I, I sold that, and I sold this little speaker set that I got to play with my iPad on eBay to this lovely family that wanted my Generation 1 iPad for okay. some reason. Was it more reason. fun for you to sell it? Oh, it was so much fun. See, I did that as a kid. We had a garage sale, and I just wanted to participate, so I took a bunch of my Hot Wheels, all my He-Men. Oh, um, you had multiple He-Men? And put 10, like, He-Men, just mean all He-Man, of the universe, like the different yeah, yeah. Uh, guys put like 10 cent labels on them Ooh. and some old man was like oh uh, I'll, I'll give you uh, uh, five bucks for all of it and I was like oh that's where and, and yeah but to me it was still a game I was participating in the garage sale yeah. and didn't really come to full realization until later that my toys were gone mm. and I was sad because those he-men probably not now because they were played with but they would have been worth a lot yeah. um, so oh, that's well. sad eBay I'm not going to make the mistake I hope yeah. Um, I've lifted, listed some of my Lego sets. Uh, one of them is rare, 
and I just lowered my reserve, and I started at like two seventy. It's the current bid is uh, six hundred fifty dollars. Dang! Wow. It's worth about a G though, so that's what I'm worried about. Crypto? Who? I don't want to be under selling, uh, but I also and plus spending on the reserve, blah blah blah. Uh, but I do know, at least from a buyer's perspective, usually the last like hours when the bidding goes crazy, right? I think probably isn't that okay. Um, I listed another thing for $155 with one watcher, zero bids, $225, one watcher, zero bids, $199, two watchers, one bid, and then $1,499 for a Lord of the Rings Battle of Helm's Deep right, with CJ, over 100 minifigures. So that is worth like two, 3000 Here's something you're also going to have to look out for is people trying to scam you. I had a yes. buddy who also did eBay stuff maybe oh, no. 2012s, 2010, around that era. Um, what he did essentially was a lot of times he would try to – he's a big uh, video gamer too. So we try to buy like you know old cartridges for Super Nintendo games yeah. and things like that because he restored his, wanted to play them. But he also was uh, investing in like old controllers for stuff like that too and maybe PlayStation 1 era things. So these stuff that's a lot cheaper you could sell that people would bid up on because they need them or they're harder to find. But what he did notice and why he eventually quit after making barely any money – was that people will try to scam him all the time despite how well he packaged it. He would do a good job, too. But they would message him like, oh, it's broken. Can I get a refund? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's sad. They do all this crap to try to get a refund, even though it's only, what, like 40 bucks or something that he would get them to spend. And but they just they try to screw you. They try to screw you in any which way possible. Doesn't eBay and hold, he got tired of doing hold that. the money in escrow? I'm not sure entirely. But he said just the hassle of having to deal with the process of getting them you know, reported, just all the, it's just a mess and he was annoyed by it. So that's something you will perhaps have to deal with. I'll have to say no refunds. But then again, Uh, there might be, no, that doesn't matter. But then Um, I just wait till they ship it back to me and then I give them a refund, right? Maybe. It's not always that simple because it depends on how pissed yeah, now that's not, people bitch all the time. Yeah, no, exactly. I was going to say. This block's messed up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and there's so many different, and it's not just one controller. I know a controller is made of multiple pieces, but it's always, you know, screwed together. You know, it's uh, like. And if people are spending thousands of dollars, they're going to, that's why people are so specific. And please read and all that. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, it's, they're going to be annoying. You took people, all the wind out of my sails. Well, I, I want so you to be aware of this. this. I don't want you to have to go through it. Austin's number one beef, baby. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Am I an annoying customer? Yeah, probably. Oh, uh, it's, wow. Uh, it's The Leftovers, where we talk about things Emily recapped or didn't get to on the Morning X. And no, you're pretty, you have empathy. Yeah. Probably more than you should sometimes. Which I think is what makes me obnoxious sometimes. Uh, okay, so why yeah. annoying customer? Explain it to me. So I have been catching myself asking people or asking the workers the same question recently, which is What's the your whole, number? <laughs> no, I Different wish. if it's ladies. Yeah, yeah, that's a little different. Um, I've been asking people, um, what do you suggest? That, that question you know, I'll go to a restaurant and I'm like, hmm, I can't decide between what protein I should put in my Chipotle bowl. What do you suggest? What's your favorite? Yeah, that's or annoying. I went to, oh, what? No, yeah. no. I Like I went to, I was talking about going to the Buzz well, Mill on the morning show. There are tears of it being and, annoying. I'll explain right. how it is and how it isn't. Yeah, like I went to Buzz Mill and they have a bunch of all those different flavored uh, whiskeys and stuff. And, and I asked like, what's your favorite? What do you suggest? I like citrus. 
is what do you think would go well with that? Okay, yes, that's that, a good. That just that's, sounds like you're having a conversation. And that is a good yeah. ask. That's part of yeah. their job. Yeah. Um, if if you're doing fine dining mm-hmm. at an expensive, nice restaurant, uh, that is a good thing to ask. If yes. they're talking okay. about, if they are pushing and talking about daily specials or specials to you, that is a good time to ask what they recommend. If you're at Chili's, yeah. if you're at any other restaurant, then don't. It's annoying to the server because they're like, I like the blah, blah, blah. What um, do you, but like, I just want to know. It puts them on the spot. They've got other crap to do. They don't know what to recommend. Again, do, this is Chili's where all the food is stuff you're used to and know about already. It's all it all comes from Cisco. In the best yeah. way. It's not like your first time at a sushi joint where you don't really know what you're doing and you'd be like, hey, what's this? No, what do you recommend? but like if they have a new item on the menu, sometimes I'll be like, oh, is this good? Because I want to know. And if you go to a, if you go to a, a restaurant like Chili's, I don't want to. I don't want to say chilies because I love Applebee's. chilies, and they're gonna yes, Applebee's. I hate Applebee's. If you go to a restaurant like Applebee's and you're like, "Hey, if, is this any good?" Those poor, poor underpaid workers are gonna tell you the truth, and it's honestly the most entertaining thing mm-hmm. for them to be like, "Actually, no, it sucks." And don't, I'm like, "Don't Thank dog you for on that. Applebee's. Applebee's. Applebee's is, good. is not good. Yes, it is. Team chilies. But if you go to a fancy, expensive restaurant, I feel like asking that question, they're gonna scam me more because they're gonna be the ones that they are like upsell. Yes. So that's why. Like, for for servers... Well, that's why it's okay. They want you to ask them, but also that's they're recommending the best things. Yeah, is, it, is this something where in your training they ask you or they tell you, oh, if somebody wants you to suggest something to them, yes, in uh, your training do they tell upsell, you a specific thing? Upselling is always a big part of restaurants, and it's very, especially corporate ones. Yeah. It's frustrating and annoying because you got to upsell the special drinks, you upsell appetizers, you upsell entrees, you upsell add-ons because you want to have the highest PPR is, I think, what it's called, um, or PP. PP. It's it's like the price per plate. (laughs) You said PP. Um, (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) But it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely a a way to make the restaurant more money. But I, I would say at fine dining... It's uh, it's all about getting you the best thing that fits you the best because fine dining is kind of like buying a car. Yeah, you don't it's do it a investment. lot. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an investment. Yeah, yeah. I want to know and if I'm going to be on the toilet later or they not. They don't okay? make they don't make their money in volume. <laughs> they make their money by having loyal customers that sure. know when I buy a car or when I go get a steak, I'm only going to blah 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 because they're the best. That yeah. that sort of thing. Um, so I would say there it's okay. But at mid-level nice restaurants, it's probably an upsell. At normal restaurants, it's just with, annoying. With food, I would just be like, uh, look, you're drinking. Who cares? The food's going to go yeah. in. It's going to taste good and no matter what. And I was going to say, what about if I go to a bar? Because yeah. I'm- Now, asking about drinks is a little bit different. I'm trying Correct. to phase out. I'm, I'm about to be 25, so I'm trying to phase out of my college boxed wine, Limerita uh, era mm, of my life. There. You'll get back eventually. <laughs> So, it comes, I, yeah, it comes back just around. at least the box wine. The, the box wine <laughs> yeah. is a very good value. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been going places and asking, like, what do you suggest? What kinds of drinks should do you like? Should I try? Or and is that annoying? No. Well, Again, it depends on the bar too. At Joe's Crab Shack, oh, they're just going to upsell you to like the shakerita or the drink that the manager's pushing that night. Yeah. Um, if they're busy, it's kind of annoying because usually, just order your damn drink. I'm very busy. Um, but if it's if like you did at the oh, whiskey yeah. place, if, if yeah. they have a if it's light, if, if it's at a brewery, a winery, if they have like special cocktails and it's a nicer place, then yeah, they they want to 
They're they're supposed to suggest and interact. They're more mixologists than just bartenders, and that that's an okay thing, especially if you want to so. try stuff. Yeah, I, just, uh, I had a good experience bad. at the uh, Easy Tiger at the Link, where there was a Ooh, bartender yeah. outside, and I came up. I think they had a new sour there or something. I was like, oh, excuse me, miss, I am not a fan of sours. And she was like, oh, ho, ho. Let well. me tell you the difference between, and I forget the names. There was uh-huh. like one where it starts up the entire process. Yep, They're making it sour. Sorry. Anyway, she let me try a bunch of drinks, and I was like, oh, wow, these are actually sour beers. I don't mind. Yeah. So it's a good, I think, I think it's good to just have human interaction in the first place. That's so. true. And to not be an a-hole about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, so I obviously, it's a pick-your-battle situation, or it's a different, you know, different situation each restaurant you go Ju- to. Judge so. it by the, uh, where you're at and yeah. your, how busy your server is. I would say that's the main thing. Okay. Okay? So that's what you guys suggest? Sure. Sure. Uh-huh. Oh, that's guess. what we <laughs> that's suggest. That's what you suggest. I'm really busy right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Pissed. Servers, bartenders, give us your opinion. Is Emily being annoying? 512-835-1015. You can call or text us, and we'll uh, weigh in on the subject. Did you know? Our fact-finding mission and segment, which we do every day around this time. Uh, can we, do you all mind barber shop quartetting that with me? Uh, did you know? Okay. You want to do that? Okay. Oh, uh, wait, we got to figure out who's doing voice. Uh, there's always, like, deep low. Is that you, Spencer? Did, I feel like, like we should all go, did you know? Dude, you'll be deep guy. Matt, you want to be middle guy? I can be high, too. Be high guy, and I'll be normal guy. Okay. Okay, did. Well, we do one at a time. I start Spencer, then Matt, then... Wait, high guy's always last. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start, then Spencer. Did. That was terrible, and maybe some of these. I mean, I understand that we're doing a lot of. We come up with a show off the top of our heads, but maybe, maybe everything shouldn't be. We should have uh, workshop that. We should have practiced. Also, I should learn how to complete a sentence. (laughs) You know, a gasoline lawnmower generates as much pollution in an hour as a three hundred mile car trip. Uh, I recently, Matt, uh, I decided. You know, every year it takes forever to start your gasoline mower. Take apart the filter, maybe change the spark plug, work on the... Just, you got to fix it. I decided, screw it. I'm tired of this mower. I've had it forever. I've Frankensteined it as much as I can. I got an electric mower. And let me tell you, the technology's caught up. It is not only electric, but it's battery run. Um, the batteries go forever. It cuts just as well as a mower. It's quiet, and it weighs like 10 pounds. It's amazing. Am I not a man anymore? Uh, yeah, you can still be a man. Uh, I never have problems starting my lawnmower after winter or whatever because I leave mine running 24-7. Oh, oh, yeah, that's how you keep the house warm. Exactly. Duh. Yeah. Exactly. Two birds with one exactly. stone. Give us one. Did you know when Oreos first debuted in 1912, there was the original flavor and a lemon meringue flavor, but the lemon meringues discontinued eight years later, never came back. Good. Didn't take off. That's, that's horrible. I will also tell you this, and it's something that really bothers my son, who's on the spectrum. Um, Oreos were not the original sandwich cookie. No. Hydrox. It was a British one, right? No, oh, it's okay, still yeah. the U.S. It's Hydrox, and it's the exact same flavor as Oreo. Oreo was made by Nabisco, and it's a copycat. Yeah. And it bothers my son that the OG hasn't gotten the credit it deserves. He's not wrong. He is very bothered by him. the fact that the Hydrox, and uh, I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to go... 
you know what kind of I gotta go. I have to go to the to the Dollar General outside of Taylor to find Hydrox. You probably find them at some smoke shop in the the weird candy section. <laughs> Don't give it to the kid, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you know Lucille Ball of I Love Lucy fame and many other comedian or com- comedic films and productions? Never heard of her. No. <laughs> the, the classic redhead. Uh, Lucille Ball registered with the. Did I did I say did you know? Did you? I don't know, but are you about to say that she registered with the Ku Klux Klan? No, no, no. You, when, when did you become a Klan member? Did you know Lucille Ball registered with the Communist Party oh, that's in so 1936? A few decades later, she swore in front of Congress she had no idea what it was and only did it because her grandpappy was a big socialist. Oh, interesting. Back during, uh, I guess she had to testify during the <laughs> They've been working their way area. into this country for years. Uh, did you know? Lightening things up a bit. Uh, the show American Gladiators. Remember that? Hell it was yeah. great. Uh, the first six gladiators were supposed to be named Catalyst, Dominoes, Evangelist, Willie, and Zap. Wasn't there a dude named Turbo? Uh, but all those names were dumb. So they ended up with Malibu, Nitro, Gemini, and Sunny. They did keep uh, Lace and Zap. And I used to love not only that show, but in my backyard, we recreated it. I had a clubhouse that was two stories. And you would have the shooter with a paintball gun up there. And then down in the little stations, we would make different weapons and have tennis balls. That game ruled until my friend Vinny got hurt really bad and almost beat me up. Oh, wow. There also was a turbo. I did find out. I'm not crazy. Okay. Did you know there was a turbo in American Gladiator? Thank you. Did you know? Are you ready for this one? No, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'll be ready. Tim Burton's original and first choice to play Beetlejuice in the me- movie Beetlejuice was not Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. but rather, are you ready? Dan Aykroyd. Close your eyes, especially if you're driving. <laughs> Think of the movie Beetlejuice. Are you ready? Yes. Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I almost like that. I but he would have been so old by then. I, yeah, yes, yes. I don't get it at all. <laughs> I don't see it. It's a completely different movie. Dude, we could do an entire Did You Know of people that were almost cast in iconic roles. Like, did you know um, originally in uh, Tom Cruise, what's the air, the damn airplane movie? Um, Flight of the Navigator. No, I'm just kidding. That's an old kid's show. But... Uh, in Top Gun, they were going to have the guy who was in Full Metal Jacket, but he was all anti. Matthew Modine. Yes, Matthew Modine was supposed to uh, was good. They wanted him to do it. That's so weird, dude. That's dude, so I weird can't imagine him. him as that. So weird to think of him. We're gonna eat desserts and find out what our goal should be this year, thanks to a quiz. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet, that thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Clickbait corner, we go through the internet clickbait so you don't have to. All the viral junk. So we're going to do another quiz. As the show, right, Emily? Yeah, yeah, uh, as the show. So how it works is I pull up one of those stupid BuzzFeed quizzes or whatever else you see on the internet that you are uh, just wasting your time with at work. We're wasting it for you. And we'll waste it for you. And we will play uh, together, but we think of the show as its own person. Correct. So I just can't answer microwaved cheesecake, microwaved tres leches. Which is all your favorites. Microwaved buttermilk. 
pie. Yeah. Your microwave thing is so Dude, odd. It's so good. No. It's so good. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to answer as if, you know, the show Family. is answering. So mm-hmm. let's get started. Uh, first, let's pick Let's pick our first dessert. Okay. Either a, a dessert that starts with an A. Is it apple pie, angel food case, cake, apple turnover, or almond joy? I'm team apple pie for the uh, for the show, I think. Man, I wanted to say all in mode because anything's good with ice cream. Yeah, but that's not a dessert. That's a topping. No, so I, I say apple, apple pie. pie. I love angel food cake. For some reason, it's good. Only when it's a lot of times cream in microwave. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of times you got to cover it with stuff. And we're the all American stations. Yes. I mean, I guess yeah, I'll go with apple pie over the others because all I like almond joys. A lot of people don't. I don't. But here's what frustrates me: Mounds has dark chocolate. Almond joy doesn't. They need mm. a almond joy that's dark chocolate. They need a mounds and almond mix. We don't need both. Gotcha. Okay, anyhow, okay. apple pie. Now a uh, we're going to do a, a B dessert. Okay, here we go. Brownies, banana split, Belgian waffle, or beignet? Man, all those are amazing. Uh, banana split. Um, I haven't had a good one in a while. Yeah. But I do like banana splits. And but I remember, don't even you have to banana. think of the show. Okay, what would the C.J. Morgan show? Oh, man, everyone's a chocolate fan. I was going to say brownies. How could you not go brownies? I was thinking that we'd be brownies, too. Yeah. But only microwaved with ice cream. Well, but this No is... one said you had to no. eat it raw, like no, at room temperature. Brownies it is. Brownies it is. Okay, now let's pick a C dessert. Churros, carrot cake, cream puffs, or chocolate. And what? again, we are eating our desserts to find out what our goal should be this year. Churros. I want to say churros because we already chose a chocolatey one. And chocolate, just chocolate. I mean, churros are fun. Chocolate is, I know, it's, it's own dessert thing, but it feels lame yes. just to say just chocolate. Yes. I don't know why. It's like you go pick it up anywhere. It's not something that's getting served to you. Unless you're in Europe or something and you're in like a chocolate factory. Man, but, and occasionally yeah. uh, some of these little taquiatas will do the churros with uh, the... Like cream cheese in the middle. Yeah, I love a little oh. feeling. Oh, those, yeah. Yo, those Jack in the Box ones slap, but we're doing no fast food challenge. Correct. Uh, yes, so there exactly. we go. Charles? Charles, it is, Emily? Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. What's next? So finally, they're going to skip because they just did ABC and now they're skipping all the way to the end. Oh, no. Finally, pick an X, Y, or Z dessert. Is it, oh, they're kind of cheating on this Zebra one. Zebra cake. Is it? No, they don't even have that. Yeah, what else is a Z? Xmas cookies. Lame. That was a lame. Yeah, they put a winky face. This is this is why this is a BuzzFeed quiz. Okay, that's, um, a, that's not an X. That's a Chris. It's a crisscross. Yellow cake. Hmm. Uranium. Zipoli. Zipoli. What's Zipoli? Z e p p o l e. Hold on. Quick um, research. Or zucchini bread. No. Oh, these are bad. How is that a dessert? I thought that was savory. Zapoli looks like it's a little little cookies that are covered in a in in white powdered in white sugar powder. or something. I'm team yellow cake. I've, I've had those, I think, but I'm also down for a yellow cake with a chocolate, chocolate frosting. frosting. The that classic the uh, sh- either best. a sheet cake or just a straight up homemade. That Let's do a yellow best. cake and okay. find out who what our New Year's goals will be. Based yes. on our towns. To eat All right. dessert. Mm. So according to our BuzzFeed quiz, um, after eating all of these desserts, we get our to goal them? for this year should be... Lose weight. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Practice gratitude more often. You have so much to be thankful for. Take some time to appreciate that. You'll feel so much better than you do. 
How does that make you feel? Makes me feel upset because I just ate six desserts and my stomach hurts. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> awesome. I'm not pretty. I'm not Be very grateful. grateful. Ah, I'm Be a pig. grateful. There are people starving in other countries. I don't appreciate they left out the D's. What would your response have been? A delicious Ooh, dessert. The a little delicious salty dessert. and sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Filled with, okay. Okay. Right. It's Clint Bank order. Thank you, Dr. Corsi. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Bearden's back. Is it weird? Is it wired? Inventions, technology, and just strangeness. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Richard Corsi. He actually has a PhD I, 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 in uh, engineering. Got it at Texas, University of Texas. Fat oh. dong. Go Horns. Uh, he's now the dean of engineering for the University of California, Davis. He's come up with a pretty brilliant thing that apparently he's been talking about for two years. I just heard about it, and it doesn't seem like anybody. Have you guys heard of a Corsi box? No. For some reason, I think I have, but no. So, what is a Corsi box? I was reading an article about how much governments are spending per person for COVID mitigation, right? It's it starts to approach like $1000 per person to try to keep us a little healthy. And that's just for COVID, right? Yeah. You remember this whole thing that went through uh kind of in the winter time where people were getting COVID or they were getting the On flu, top of flu or they were getting RSV. Yeah. So he came up with something called a Corsi box and okay. uh, he did it with his students. Comes out, uh, it costs about, oh, I don't know, 50 to $60 to build this contraption. And they say that it basically, it prevents about 80% of the disease that would happen in a small space, usually. Not 100%. So if you wanted to put a really good HEPA filtration system in an office, it would reduce not only stuff that we know of, like up at the top, like COVID, we talk a lot about, okay. but just anything. Think about it. When so someone like, gets sick in the studio, you generally know, oh, my turn is in a week, and then soon, somebody yeah. else's turn is in a week, because we are in a tiny little box on top of each other. Right. We all, we all share airborne. the same equipment, too, so it's just getting, you know, germs. Instead, but this this is a, essentially sort of like a filtration device. It's a filtration a, device, but... But it filters people. So what you do is, much like Paul Atreides, you put your hand in it, and then uh, you have to withstand all the pain without jerking back. Or it's it, none it's of y'all d- seen Dune. Dune no, Dune no, thing. and I don't know why we have these. Uh, I don't know why you do Dune this. conversation. Yeah, Dune, Dune rules. conversation. Why would you have well, a Dune interruption in the middle of the Corsi Dune box? Is awesome. Talk? It's also not real. You don't know that Corsi yes, box I is do. real. Okay, anyhow, regular box fan. Regular box fan costs like twenty dollars at Home Depot. Oh yeah, and then you tape onto it five. Like filters that you would also. I was gonna buy. say it's just like a uh, dryer dryer sheets. <laughs> so it's it not just good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's those regular AC filters. It's yeah. the high end ones, you know. Huh. But he decided, hey, look, I'm a dean of engineering. Let's get a bunch of students to test this stuff. And when he did, he was like, nice. hey, look, we've done it test after test after test. We're reducing aerosoled particulates. You like how I said that? I That's hard that. to do. There's a lot of syllables. Those are good words. Yeah, I don't have a PhD. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna show you. A you picture know how to of read it. though. So you build a little box out of these filtrate, you know, regular, and then you put the fan on the top of it, and it draws the air through Woo. and out. And he's like, yeah, we, you could put these in a hospital room, and you're going to reduce. But what's happening is we're spending millions of dollars uh, to try to put in these filtration systems in buildings. Yeah. It costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he's like, look, these aren't perfect. To fight a fake yeah. virus. He's like, there, there's no way that there's perfect. They're not even close. However... 
if you're talking about 80, 85% efficacy for $70 as opposed to 95% efficacy for a million dollars, which do you go with? Surprised not all businesses have just adopted this one. I but don't I guess, know why we don't have these in all the studios. Yeah. Because the virus is fake. Well, it's radio. It. It's radio, okay. and they also cost $70. We will be. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Spencer. Great shirt. Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X. 